0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Girls Wing Podcast with your hosts, Alyssa and Angel Walker. We're back at it again this week. And just to recap, last week, we were talking about your circle of influence and kind of sharing your faith with others. And this week, we're going to kind of take a different direction and talk about the power of worship.
1: And before we do that, Y'all, Angel almost didn't make it to this episode, bro. Like, I was really out yeah, here thinking I was about to have to record by myself. Angel, what's going on in your life?
0: Okay, well, it's senior year IB program. I got a lot of stuff on my plate. And we have our homecoming performance for cheer this Friday. So our practices have been upped uh, quite a bit. So I don't have much time for stuff right now.
1: So back to a few episodes ago when we were talking about how to manage stress and anxiety and all those things in your day-to-day life before it kind of builds up to this boiling point. So with that, putting you on the spot a bit, how are you managing this stress?
0: This was not the topic of this week's episode, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> was not prepared for this. Um. Well, I take my time, since I don't have a whole bunch of time outside of school to get all my work done i am using my time during school to do myself during lunch i be working during my lunches before school i be doing my work so i try to get what i can done during school so i don't have
1: quite as much to do after all right fair enough just a little real talk checking in so back to that how would you describe worship what is worship to you Worship to me
0: can take many different forms. I think just like worship in general is just an expression of a thanksgiving to God and an act of surrender to to Him and just an opportunity for us to like fully present ourselves to Him to allow God to work in our lives and work in our hearts in whatever capacity that is.
1: Yeah, I think for me, worship is really kind of like you said, just about expressing any form of expression of gratitude and love and like praise towards God. And so that can come in the form of worshiping through your work, worshiping through um, just the way that you're carrying yourself. um, And just honestly, kind of a throwback to when we had the episode about purpose and identity, and just allowing everything that you do to be rooted in the identity of who you are in Christ. And like having that sense of that mindset or gratitude in all of your actions and words and all of that um, and using that as a form of worship. But for today, because I think when a lot of people think about worship, you immediately think about worship music. Um, And so I was actually, I guess it was a couple months ago listening to a video of Stephanie Gretzinger in a, I think an interview or a teaching or something like that, talking about how worship has become a genre. Um, and in reality, like you were saying, Angel, it's more of an expression. Um, and so, but yeah, anyway, with that, we did want to focus on worship through music and just the power of that, um, because, which also circles back to Stephanie Gretzinger. Um, I was reflecting on the song, Sing My Way Back by her earlier this week and just kind of reflecting on times in my life that I've felt like I've kind of literally have had to sing my way back to God and more specifically through the season that I've been in and just figuring out how to work through the depression and anxiety and just different challenges mentally that I've been facing the last few months um, and just kind of feeling like that's been something I've allowed to distance myself from God um, and just kind of have noticed some places where I've maybe hardened my heart towards God, to be completely honest. I've been processing that a lot this past week. Um, honestly, like when people say praise is, worship is your weapon or your praise is your weapon, that's how you fight your battles. It really is true because for me, I've noticed where choosing to like sing songs of expression, expressing praise and worship to God, it does shift something. It does change something. And so that's kind of where the subject for this episode started. So Yeah. Angel, have you, do you feel like you've had moments in your life where you feel like God's spoken to you through worship or um, just kind of, I don't know, curious about any powerful worship moments that you've experienced?
0: I don't know if there are, I mean, there probably are, but I can't recall any, but I don't know, recall any specific moments where I feel like God was like specifically like speaking to me through worship music. But I do know there are, like, a few songs that I, like, in past seasons of my life, have definitely, like, had on repeat and had, like, playing over and over, like, multiple times a day to, like, truly um, affirm those beliefs and, like, to truly be able to live that out. Shout out to my people, Elevation Rhythm, their song, Trust, Bro in the sophomore year, bro, that song was playing on repeat, bro. And it for sure helps because like you are like singing these songs over and over and like it gets to the point where like you sometimes are like singing it without even like realizing the words you're saying. Which well it's important to like truly listen and like believe the words that you're saying. But also like when you're constantly hearing this like that just it um, it permeates through. It's
1: your... not the permeation, bro. I mean... you know what I
0: mean. It, <laughs> I can't think of another word. So it like permeates like through your soul, and then like <laughs> the more that I'm hearing these lyrics over and over again, the more that I am actually like it will start truly believing it. So that definitely helps in seasons
1: of my life. Um, That actually is similar to something not too long ago in a season with our brother um, where I ended up challenging him basically of like, Hey, I want you to pick one song each week. And I would check in with him each week on what song it was. And I was like, just commit to listening to that song every single day. And even if like, I've definitely had times where I've done this for myself And sometimes, like, depending on what I'm going through or just depending on whatever it is I'm struggling with or facing, whatever, sometimes it's hard to sing out the words of those songs. Because my thing with worship is that, like, I get convicted a lot of, like, hey, are you actually paying attention to the words that you're singing right now? Like, I remember especially singing um, certain songs. I'm not going to choose a name because I've seen things in social media about some of them. Um, But certain songs that I was singing, I paused at some point, like, and this is weeks after I was like, well, this is such a good song. And I had it on repeat, et cetera. And then I was like, wait a minute, let me just take stock of like what words I'm saying right now, because are these things I want to be declaring? Um, And so just with that more intentional mindset behind like actually putting some weight and honor behind the words that I'm singing out and declaring to God in worship, Um, there are times as I'm listening to like my song of the day or whatever you want to call it, I will sit there like mostly in tears, honestly, and be like, I don't know that I fully feel like I confidently believe what I'm singing right now. Or it's stuff that like, because of the circumstances in my life are hard to declare and hard to actually speak out loud because what I'm seeing doesn't match what I believe. And that's a hard tension to live in. But I do think it's important to still push through that and essentially like sing your way back to a state of belief. And so I can think of specific moments in my car, like in tears, singing out songs of like, God, you're good. Or like, I've lived in the goodness of God or just declaring God's goodness. You've been so good to me and not feeling that goodness in the moment. And so I'm crying out to god basically being like i know that this is still true so i'm gonna still sing it even though i don't believe it and i do that i do think that there is a ton of power in that for sure facts what would you say if you were to describe like the heart of worship what is that about what does that mean
0: i guess it's just like the posture that you should uh be taking when you're worshiping or be striving to have like um wanting to like surrender like yourself fully to God and to kind of open that uh pathway open that uh line of communication to him to like surrender yourself to him so that you can allow him to uh move through you speak through you and like to to just kind of be in that um like headspace of wanting to receive everything that God has for you while also being willing to give up what he's calling you to.
1: Yeah. And I think something that's interesting with that is like when you think about surrender and you think about what the intent of worship should be, because our worship really honestly is about God. And I've seen a lot of things um, in social media, et cetera, just in conversations where people are really Like critiquing and evaluating songs or worship songs nowadays to discover, like, is this song about me or is this about God? And I think that there are like some benefits to having a certain number of worship songs that do focus on like who we are in Christ and kind of affirming that. But the primary part of that is that it should be centered on who God is more than anything else. And so um, I think what's cool with that is that as you look back through the Bible, there's so many different stories about people. Singing and praising God, and even verses um, of like in Colossians three sixteen, where it says, "Sing psalm, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts." I just think back to the Old Testament when people were like facing battles or different things, and then God would give them victory, and they would come back. and The scriptures even include the songs of praise that they sang. And then just thinking about this verse in Colossians and how it truly like saying singing with grateful or with thankful hearts. Um, And just that the focus of things should be thanking God for who he is and like thanking him for the victories that he's given you, thanking him for the things that he's done for you in the past, i.e. giving up his son on the cross um, to die in our place. And so I just think about examples like that. And um, as I'm thinking about what the heart of worship truly should be and what the focus of our worship should be. With all that being said, Angel, I'm curious to know Um, especially as you're like in youth group and all of that still like what would you say is the role or responsibility of a worship leader
0: well obviously i don't have much worship like leading experience but i feel like being a worship leader doesn't necessarily i mean obviously like there's that like musical component making sure like everyone's sounding like decent but I think it's really just about creating an environment where everyone is able to receive what God's
1: what God has for them. Yeah, and that makes me think about how like um there is like definitely the benefit of worship leaders who like create all this space for God to move and it's free flowing and like we have no agenda, we have no timeline. And on the other side of it, well not even the other side of it, but at the same time like scripture does say like God does give the instruction of like things within the church and things within like worship experiences should be done in a fitting and orderly way. So I think it, there is a, something to be said about finding that balance. Um, and I've always viewed the role of like being a worship leader for a while because I actually was a worship leader. Um, my focus in that role was just like, I'm up here just worshiping God. Like that was my only priority. And I do think that ultimately 100% should be the priority And then there also is this responsibility of kind of like you were saying, I am in some ways, because obviously God is the only one who can make real change and actually set the tone for things. But in some ways, like I am responsible for carrying the weight of creating or cultivating this environment where people can experience the Lord. And so um, that ultimately is what I think the role of worship leader is and that looks different within every church within every community within every different culture it's going to look very different and so i don't take that direction to ask about worship leaders to kind of make it like oh this is all on the worship leader i'm saying all that because at the same time even though there are people who have that title of worship leader or worship pastor or whatever that is even though there are people who are on stage we as Christ followers are also worship leaders in everything that we do. And so I think it's important that we like, even within our own quiet times with God, that we create some structure around our worship times and create some structure around how we're choosing to express our gratitude towards God and um, just cultivating experience where even if it's just God and me in the room, Our responsibility as our own worship leader is to cultivate an environment where we can truly experience God with as few distractions as possible um, and with as much intentionality as we can. And so, yeah, I think that's where once you can kind of build on that practice and flex that muscle in a sense, as people say, I think that that's where you'll find that you'll get a lot more out of your quote unquote worship experiences even in your own homes, in your own cars or whatever, whether you're with people or not, because God will honor that intentionality. And I think that that's the beauty of like, even if it's as simple as I'm going to pick this one song, but during this song, I'm going to really focus on the words that I'm saying, the promises being declared. I think that that's where, honestly, like even though there's some structure to it, God can still move within that structure because he's like, Hey, you're actually seeking me. Like, what does it look like to seek the Lord wholeheartedly? Sometimes that requires structure because us within our own flesh, we're going to be just out here and there's so many distractions and there's so many different things. So like we need a bit of structure and God knows that. And so I think that it's very honoring to him when we're like, okay, these are the steps I'm going to take to try to cultivate an environment where I can experience you. And then you invite God into that. And as he moves and speaks and flows and different things, like your structure may shift a bit or change. But I think that um, creating that environment and then giving that invitation are just really crucial ways to really get the most out of your own personal worship experience. Yes. And
0: I think like going off of kind of like what you were saying earlier, like being a worship leader, like is beyond, like goes beyond those like leading on the stage. Like I know at our like own youth group, like I'm not singing on the stage or whatever I'm always one of the people in the audience but I have like a small role as being like a worship leader um within like my own church community uh because like well I have like an inherent inherent responsibility like as a senior in my youth group to kind of set that example for others for newcomers for the rising kids to like be an example to them of like what faith can look like and like what it looks like in my life and those around me worship is a prime example of an opportunity to express like what my faith looks like and what worship can look like and i think it's like i have a we have a responsibility not to like oh you have to be like raising your hands and like be looking super emotional Or all that but I think the responsibility is to just worship in the purest form to you and that looks different for like everyone so when other people are seeing all these people worshiping in different ways in the same environment then they can be more comfortable to explore what worship means to them and to worship in their truth form instead of trying to conform to what it looks like to other people and that In turn, even though you're not, you may not even be saying anything to someone, but them seeing you worship in your purest form is inspiring and helps
1: grow their faith as well. Yeah. And like within our church, um, I learned when I was interning that when they like specifically reserve seats in the front for staff or like higher level volunteers, they call that leading from the front. And they're like, hey, now you have the responsibility to lead from the front. And I used to think that like, okay, but that's so forced, like you want me to raise my hands and stand up and be expressive, et cetera. And I learned over time that it wasn't about like forcing those actions as much as it was about, like you were saying, setting that atmosphere, let someone else know like, hey, it's okay if you want to raise your hands, like, or this is okay, or just kind of having different examples of what it looks like to respond to God when he's moving because not everyone's comfortable doing that. So yeah, I did think about that as well. Um, And also what you were saying was reminding me of certain times where like there are specific worship leaders that I've seen like on stage and some people that I've seen like worshiping around me off stage where I can tell like they are having a moment with God and they are just fully allowing themselves to be in that moment regardless of what it looks like to anyone else. And even like one of this specific moments that I'm thinking about was like years ago that I saw that. And I still think about that to this day. Like that still is like this image in my mind of like, wow, that's what freedom and worship really looks like. And even though I've been a Christian like my whole life and I've been a worship leader and I've been in different leadership roles, et cetera, like that still was a really powerful example for me that I still come back to of like, whoa, like I want to get to that point or I want to like stay in that space with God where I just feel free to worship. And so kind of like shifting ever so slightly, um, I was thinking a lot about ever since the sermon that was preached at church this last Sunday, where this story came up, um, Acts 16, verses 25 and 26. And to give a bit of context, Paul and Silas were in prison. And so the verse starts out by saying, Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundation. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. And so, um, Naomi Rain and Chandler Moore also have a song called Paul and Silas or At Midnight. And that's been a really powerful song for me in this last season as well. Um, And it really just speaks on a lot of what's in this verse as well of just like, I don't know for how many people know the song Defender talking about like, God went before me, like all I did was praise, all I did was worship and like God won battles for me. And just how true it is like that example from Acts 16 of all that Paul and Silas were doing in prison at that moment was praising and worshiping God. And the other people around them, or like the prisoners that were around them, it doesn't say that the prisoners were even like worshiping with them or even in agreement with their worship. It just says like the prisoners were listening. And so I think about like, okay, as we're worshiping, whether that's through music or like just through our lifestyles, people are listening, like people are watching, people are paying attention. And then out of nowhere in that next verse, there's this earthquake prison was shaken, doors flew open, and it wasn't just Paul and Silas who were set free in that moment. All of the prisoners around them were also set free. And that's something that's always been super powerful to me because it's like, okay, as I'm getting in this place of authentic worship with God, how many other people around me is that setting free? Whether that's like corporate worship or public worship, like worship around other people, or even in my own worship times, like I think about, especially in the season that I'm in right now, with the battles that I'm facing how much could my worship shift not just for me to like break me out of this season, but like so many of the people who are connected to me. And so that's just something that I find really, really powerful and um, just kind of wanted to touch on that story a bit.
0: Yeah. And I think like, as you were saying about the verse, like it doesn't say that like the other prisoners were like worshiping with them or even necessarily in agreement, just that they heard that they were worshiping and like I feel like the prisoners, like, after the whole prison, like, walls fell down and their chains were broken, like, they probably definitely saw some sort of correlation of, like, noticing Paul and Silas worshipping and then all of a sudden this supernatural thing occurring and being able to see that connection and definitely probably, like, sparked some sort of curiosity or planted some sort of seed where people are, it, your worship will make people wonder and like. Shout out, make I them wonder. He made halos. They were, they were in prison, like not in a great situation, but praising anyway. And the other people noticed that and they saw the outcome of it. So when other people see us praising in our highs and in our lows, and they see the results of our, they see the fruits of our life, other people will make that connection and it can draw other people closer to God. So this brings us to our challenge for this episode and it is to pick one worship song that is resonating with you right now and commit to listening to it like at least once a day and really pay attention to the lyrics and the truths that are in this song and really allow it to try to resonate with you and, um, to truly believe in your heart, the words of the song. And if you want to take an extra step in this, you can find a Bible verse that speaks a similar truth or promise and reflect on that verse. In addition to the song, um, as you're listening it as you're listening to it throughout the upcoming weeks.
1: Yep. And that's that being said, I'll close us out in prayer. God, just thank you for another day. we just thank you for the truth that you continue to speak to our hearts um, and the truth that you put on the hearts of those who are listening, whether that's through words we're saying or just something that you're speaking um, within their own hearts. And we just thank you for the opportunity that we get to worship you. And God, I just thank you that we can worship from a place of victory already because our worship is not dependent on our circumstances or um, any of the things that are happening around us, but our worship is just because of who you are. We worship you because of who you are, not even because of what you've done, although we can thank you and praise you for that. Um, ultimately, like it's all about you. And God, we just um, repent of any moments where we've made it about ourselves and we made our lives about ourselves and our story and our worship essentially about ourselves. Um, and just with this Mindset like worship being a focus or like a state of mind. Um, when we've shifted that to ourselves and to our anxieties and to all the things around us, God, we are essentially worshiping those things above you. And so we just repent of any of those moments that we've done that. Um, and we just want to invite you in to help shift our hearts to really just run after you and pursue you wholeheartedly more than anything else. And I pray that as we're taking this challenge throughout this next week, that you'll really put a song on our hearts, even if it's a new song to some of us. um, You'll just put some song on our heart, God, that you really want us to be um, declaring over our lives and over our situations and over who we are. Um, And so we just put that into your hands so that you can put it in our hearts And I just thank you for all of the victories that are going to come from this and all of the powerful testimonies to come. Um, And we just praise you for who you are in your name. Amen. That's all we have for you guys. Be sure to share what you're doing with this week's challenge and we'll be back at it in two weeks. All right. We look forward to seeing what you guys have been listening to.